0: Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And if you've ever been hacked, you know just how horrible of a feeling it is and what kind of pain in the you-know-what it is as well. I recently went through it myself. Um, I was hacked on Facebook and I'm telling you guys, it was a nightmare. And one thing that I learned through my process of just trying to recover my my accounts was that it's happening more than ever right now. Um, And so I thought, you know what? we need some help with this. So now more than ever, we need to like educate ourselves. We need to prepare ourselves. We need to do everything that we need to do just to keep ourselves safe. And so I thought who better to bring on the show than my buddy, Terry Cutler, ethical hacker from my buddy, Terry Cutler, ethical hacker from psychology labs in Montreal. Terry, how are you? Hey, Pina, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Terry, yeah, you know all about this stuff. You're an ethical hacker. Okay. So for those listening at home, they're probably very familiar with hacker, what a hacker is, what a hacker does. Um, and I just, you know what I mean? I was just saying that I was attacked by a hacker um, online, but ethical hacker, what's that?
0: So let me just break it down to the word hacker like if you're going back as far as when you were a kid, if you like to take your toys apart and see how it all works, put it all back together, you would be considered a hacker because you want to see how things work, how you can improve it, etc. Um, now an ethical hacker is somebody who's got the same training as the bad guys, except we're using these skills for good to help protect companies and individuals from cyber attacks, cyber criminals. So the the, the malicious hackers. The, the 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 cyber criminals, they're more in it for the monetary purposes because they know that you don't have the time, money, or resources to handle cybersecurity. So they compromise you, and all they want is a payout from it.
1: Okay. So you, on the other hand, help people so help people that have been hacked. Is that like your your main goal as an ethical hacker? What exactly is it?
0: It's to prevent it basically, but nobody cares about it until it's too late. Unfortunately, it's like getting insurance. I'm never going to get a hurricane here. Poof, We get a hurricane and like, oh man, I should have acted in my insurance. Um, But the way it works is so, so um, I got into this actually 16 years ago. So I started, I was in, I've been in it for over 20 years and I started getting inspired by watching shows like CSI and 24. You remember Jack Bauer and Chloe (laughs) O'Brien. How does she break into all these systems so fast? And, and back in 2005, uh, there was a course that was just coming out called the Certified Ethical Hacker. So it's a real title, actually. And uh, so we have to take a specialized course. And um, then from there, we go write uh, some exams. And then from there, once we've passed the exam, we get certified. And we have to renew every, every, uh, every other year to keep our skills up to date.
1: Okay. So anyone will come to you if, if they've had problems or if they want to prevent a hacking, um, you know, happening for them, a lot of businesses work with you as well, right?
0: That's right. Yes. I want my, my, uh, my company focuses on the business side, um, but I also do a lot of awareness training. So when I took that ethical hacker course back in 2005, I felt, I, I felt it was my duty to share that knowledge with the general public on how to keep safe online. So I do a ton of talks in schools for uh, internet safety for the kids, you know, prevent, prevent uh, cyberbullying cyberbullying and, and uh, online predators uh, to parents on how to keep track of their kids online, like they do in the real world, because their parents wow. don't have a clue, right? The, the kids are light years ahead of them. And, um, and then what happens is that um, the, the biggest problem is once you've been hacked, it's very, very difficult and very costly to get your stuff back. It's true. So I'm trying yeah. to prevent that side. And, and when I protect businesses, so an ethical hacker's role is uh, we get hired by the company to legally try to hack them, then tell them how we did it and provide a report saying how we did it and how to, how to remediate against it. So this way, uh, the cyber criminals won't get in. But um, the, the challenge is that um, our goal is to try and protect every door and window in the company, right, as far as cybersecurity. But mm-hmm. the hackers just need one way in. And it's game over. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it's it's scary. It's really, really scary. And as not only a content creator, but as a mother, and this is why I wanted to have you on the show, it is a violation. You feel violated when you are hacked. Of course. Um, so for those of you guys listening at home, not too long ago, just in March, I am, um, I got a phone call from my sister, who's one of my admins on my, my chic mama Facebook page. And she's like, why did you remove me as an admin? I'm like, I didn't remove you. Um, and I was on my way to the gym. So I got to the gym, got my phone checked and lo and behold, she was removed along with my other admins. I was still there, but I was there alongside two people I didn't recognize. And when I went in to check, I discovered that they were from the Philippines and I'm like, oh boy, out. I booted both of them. And I knew right away, I'm like, they're trying to hack, right? So I booted both of them. And I changed my password. Um, that was on a Friday. The following Wednesday, I'm online teaching my, my Humber students on Zoom. And I see my phone going off. And it's my sister again. And I'm like, what does she want? And she's like, I was removed again. This time, I was also removed. And let me tell you that feeling that I got at that moment, because as a content creator, this is my livelihood. You know what I mean? Like this is a tool that I use day in and day out. Um, I work with brands and various businesses. So this is how I make a living um, was now taken away from me. I had zero access to it. And um and trying to get a hold of someone at Facebook, or, or say if you get hacked at Instagram, which is the same company, um, is not easy. It's not easy. I also had my two-factor uh, authentication turned on, so I thought that I was doing everything, everything right. Um, but obviously, something was missed. And so, Terry, do you see a lot of this happening?
0: Oh yes. Oh yeah. My 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 phone blows up. I get at least minimum 100 calls a year from people whose Instagrams are getting hacked or whatever. And a lot of this could have been prevented just by turning on a two-step verification. And I even had a guest on one of my live shows uh, named Allison who had the two-step verification turned on except on one of her accounts. And um, one of her her Hotmail addresses uh, that she never uses because it's mostly spam in there, they got into that account but what happened was when they got in, they were able to see all her security questions and were able to see the password and such. And at that point, they were able to log into her TELUS account and phone. They, yeah. her phone provider. And then what they did was they transferred her line from TELUS to Bell. And when they did that, um, all of her two-step verification tokens or 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 codes were being sent to the cyber criminal. And they were logged into her bank accounts, draining it. Bought stuff on Amazon and eBay. Uh, it's it's a really, really interesting story. I have it on my uh, on my YouTube channel.
1: Because the thing is, is that with your two-factor authentication, if you have it hooked up to your cell phone, you will get the codes text to you. Yeah. So they were, they're like, okay, if we can get in, you know, they, they basically hit the jackpot. They're like, we just got into her phone. Now we have full control of it and we can do this. Yeah, It is so, so scary.
0: And a lot of people don't think about it because like, you know, for you, for example, um, let's say you, you, you're, you're a brand, your personality, but let's say other folks that have a similar role, they're like, oh, who's going to want to hack me, right? But they don't realize that their passwords are leaking all over the dark web because they use the same password everywhere. And some website, like a real estate website that you may have registered on got, gets hacked and your password leaks out and then they get access to your Facebook account and start impersonating you, it looks really bad on your brand.
1: It's true. Now, okay, you just mentioned passwords and you said that a lot of people use the same password for everything. Um, And I totally believe it because I was one of those people. It's just, it's just easy. It's like so many times I can't remember my password. So let's make it easy. You know, let's do one password for everything, and then I don't have to worry. Yeah. Um, so, number one, I guess you would say is,
0: don't do that. Right. It's hard to say that. You know, it really is because a lot of people they don't they don't want to remember fifty passwords. In fact, most people have fifty passwords rolling around in their head. Everything from their pin codes to their ATM, their alarm codes at home, their their um their passwords, to their emails. You know, the CRA account. Everything's all different. So most of the time they're writing stuff down and it's very, very, like if they lose that sheet, like they they're, they're done. So people need to understand how to start creating stronger passwords better than like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, which was the, one of the main passwords that was used uh, most of the time. No,
1: Hold on. Wait a second. Are you for real?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. And one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine were the main passwords. Most people used last year
1: last year yeah i thought you were gonna say when the internet first came to be no no no
0: no no no. last year like people want so much convenience that cybersecurity is not about convenience
1: wow okay you know what i want to do because i think passwords is like where we should start with all of this stuff you know and talk about passwords so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and i want to talk passwords with you terry because I want to know what makes a good password. Let's start from scratch and let's go through everything so that by the end of the show, everyone listening at home knows exactly what to do to make sure that they are safe online. Don't go anywhere. This is the parenting show right here on global news radio, 640 Toronto.
0: Now back to the parenting show. With Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to The Parenting Show. You are tuned in to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. With me on the show today, I've got my buddy, Terry Cutler. He is an ethical hacker out of Montreal from Psyology Labs. I was like, I was talking to him before. I'm like, what is psychology? I'm like, what is this? Terry, what did you say to me?
0: Okay, so think of it as biology, right? You got ways of <laughs> yes. dissecting and figuring out human, uh, human uh, whatever you want to call it. So psychology is is the cyber. So it's the, it's the, the, the message. Science of, finding, of the, the cyber. Science, yeah, science of trying to find ways to prevent cyber attacks from happening by using. And technology.
1: then when he said that to me, I was like, Oh, uh. I get it. <laughs> so before the break, Terry, we were talking about passwords and we were talking that we we're talking about the fact that people have one password that they use for everything. And I was guilty of that for so long because it's just so easy and I forget. I just simply forget. So why not? You know, why not make it easier on myself? And then you went on to say that, listen, you just need one person to hack one account that you have, or like one business that you have an account with, they'll get the password there, and then boom, they can get into all your other things, you know? Yep. And then you also mentioned that uh, last year, two of the most popular passwords were 123456 and 123456789. Yep. Which I was like, uh, I'm still like, I don't understand that, but okay. So, Step number one, what makes a good password? How do we get a good password? And where should we write all this stuff down? I guess don't, don't put it on an electronic device. Like, where do you record this stuff? Because you're going to forget.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to prevent anything writing down or, you know, post notes or any of this stuff. So to create an unbreakable password, you want to have between 16 and 25 characters long. I know what you're thinking, right? Is this guy nuts? Like, how do you remember a password this long? Yeah,
1: like Terry, like oh. you already lost me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So to, to have a great password, you want to have a combination of uppercase, lowercase and symbols in it. So the best way to create great passwords is to think of song lyrics or phrases. So for example, let's take an easy phrase. I had a great day at work 2021 exclamation point. Really simple, right? Okay. But what you want to do is remove the spacing, capitalize each letter of the word, and that password alone will take 10 years to break. For real? And yeah. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want to make it more complex, replace the O's with a zero and the A's with an at symbol. And that password now will take 39 centuries to crack.
1: Wait, hold on a second. How many centuries?
0: 39 centuries to crack that password. For real? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh. So everyone, at, you know what everyone at home listening is doing? Just right don't now, use right? that
0: password. Cause like a million people have it. So don't use that one. <laughs>
1: 2021 um no but everyone at home right now is probably like thinking about like their favorite songs or their wedding song or something that has like some meaning to them or like a poem a phrase something they say um
0: yeah.
1: but that is that is a great that's a great trick
0: yeah i mean since you're a fan of Henson from back in the 90s you could think of some <laughs> bob <Mm-bop. laughs> <laughs> <Mm-bop. laughs> Good days. like <laughs> Yeah. But that's the thing. But the thing is, you have to understand that that strong password alone will not fix everything. You need to enable what's called the two-step verification. Some yes. form of second factor that will, pr- that will protect that password. So uh, using like your mobile, a mobile authentication app or receiving a text message to your device, that's going to be key. Because what happens is that let's say you don't have that two-step verification turned on and I hack your system and I get the password. I'm not gonna know. Well, you're not gonna know, but neither will I know your password. So there's an attack called pass the hash, which I'm not talking about the good old college days here. Okay. (laughs) This is (laughs) this is a a technique where hackers could take this information, pass it off to a server, and sign in as you without ever knowing the password. Wow, that is
1: insane.
0: That's why the two-step piece is extremely important right now.
1: So now, okay, I have a question. So a lot of people, well, whoever has their two-way, um, fa- their two-factor authentication turned on, you know that you have the option, just like you said, Terry, to get a text or to use an, a special app. Yeah. Now, does it matter? Is one more better than the other?
0: The app is more secure because what's happening is there's no, there's no way to intercept that message when it comes over your SMS. So, gotcha. so Because there's ways to intercept that. Um, remember, there's no silver bullet to stop a hacker from getting in. The goal is to make it as complex as for him to get in so he moves on to someone else that sounds pretty bad to say that but that's the goal and um so what happens in this case where um you want to install the mobile app like a google authenticator app or duo these are all apps that allow you to uh you know to see these random codes so this kind of emulates when you worked for a company back in the 90s you used to carry around with you this this big RSA token with six digits that used to change every 30 seconds. You guys remember yes. that? Yes. Okay. This is the exact same tactics, except now you're using your mobile phone.
1: Okay. Gotcha. I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah. So, it's the same so I use Duo on my phone and then I also have like the text set up for some things too, and right. it's crazy because honestly, Terry, there's so much to think about. Just like you had said, you had a client who thought she had everything turned on, but missed yeah. one account and that being like a, an old email. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so, it's so scary because guys, I can't stress this enough. Preventative measures are key. You need, like Terry said, you don't want to wait to get hacked to then be like, oh, what should I do now? Because it is a pain.
0: Well, their goal, their goal also is not just to hack you right away, right? Their goal is to stay in your system as long as possible so they can steal your data as well. That's what I was just
1: going to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't think about it. A lot of people may think, okay, well, you know what, Peanut? I'm not a content creator like you or I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't use social media in that way. Um, you know what? I'm not even really on my Facebook that much like who cares. But what they don't think about is all of the information that is tied into that account. For example, for myself, as a content creator, I do a lot of advertising online on social media through Facebook, through Instagram, so, guess what? I have attached to my account my credit card.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And that's all they need credit card or PayPal. And then you're done. I was actually speaking. Someone reached out to me when I was going through all of this. Um, I had a lot of people actually reach out to me. My followers were absolutely fantastic and they were going in, they were reporting for me and they were like doing everything they could to just help me get my accounts back because they ended up taking two of my Facebook pages, not only one, one that I still don't have back. Um, that I'm working with Facebook to get back. Um, But one of the women that reached me, reached out to me, I should say, she's from Ottawa. And she said that she had, and it goes, I'm bringing this up because it goes far beyond just the Facebooks and the Instagram accounts. She had her Uber Eats account hacked and they were in LA. They were able to order something like four or $500 of food. And they were able to take another four or $500 from her PayPal account. Yep. So hacking is very, very serious. And Terry, you know, you probably know the, be- the numbers. Um, I just know that it's a lot. But since being in this pandemic, since COVID, what would you say? How much of a spike would you say that there's been in the hacking world?
0: Okay, so since just... January to March of last year alone, there's been reported 445 million cyber attacks against remote workers. So the folks working from home, because what's happened now is that you're no longer protected by the corporate firewall and stuff at the office. Now you're being protected by your crappy Best Buy router, (laughs) right? So there's ways around this. You're not being protected for your phishing and all this kind of stuff. So they're sending you, um, they're they're finding so many ways to, to bypass the security, I mean, one example of a of latest scam that's going around, uh, and I, I know we're talking a lot about link, uh, Facebook and Instagram and stuff, but this, this scam comes from LinkedIn. So let's say you're connected to a bunch of people and you'll receive a, a message from somebody you're connected to saying, hey, Pina, I got this really amazing role I want to show, I want to tell you about. Uh, you know, we want you to work for this company. It's really cool. So he'll send an attachment to you. It says, Pina Crespo content creator zip. It'll be a role, like a, a role. Like, okay, what's this? So you, you receive the zip file, you open it. And the moment you open up the Word document, whatever, these macros run off on your computer, they kick off, and it downloads a virus to the machine. And at that point, they can have access to transfer files back and forth from your computer, turn on your webcam, turn on the microphone. Mm-hmm. They have full control of the computer as if they're sitting there. So oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's so why you don't really
1: show- have to be. You really have to be diligent. You really have to be careful when it comes to online and being safe and being secure, because it's not only hacking by taking someone's account, but it's actually like breaking into their computers. It's
0: getting worse. It's getting worse now. Now, for example, on the business side, they found a way to bypass your Office 365 accounts. So, for example, they'll send you a phishing email and it looks like it comes from your company. You click on it you sign into your real office 365 you log in put your two-step verification everything's normal but then all of a sudden the moment you've logged in you get a pop-up saying you know we want to install this plugin and this plugin has access to you know read your email do a search and will and will um, will stay active even if you've reset your password so the moment you accept it
1: that's it game this, over yeah
0: this thing gets installed as an admin into your into your account and, and no matter how many times you change your password, it doesn't matter. They have access to your account.
1: Wow. And so, like that stuff, it's scary and it scares me because, as parents, um, you know, Terry, you're a dad. How yep. old are your kids?
0: 13 and nine. Are, are they on
1: social media?
0: They are. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, Liliana, oh, sorry, I should say Samantha is turning 10. Liliana's uh, just turned eight and Marcus is five and a half. So my kids don't have social media accounts and being a content creator, a lot of people like are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, because I know the ins and outs and that's exactly why my kids don't have social media accounts, but
0: that, you know, of?
1: no, they don't because I have passwords to all of their devices and they don't have them. So in order to get into them, they have to come to me to unlock them. So, so I know, but there's, you know, as parents, our kids are constantly, my kids aren't totally at that age yet, but they're constantly bugging. Like, can I get TikTok? Can I get Facebook? Well, maybe not Facebook, but a Snapchat, can I get Instagram? Right. And so it's really, really important that as parents too, we go in and we make sure that these accounts are set up properly. And that the two-way authentications are turned on um, because the last thing we want to is their accounts to get hacked. You know what I mean? So it's about being safe together, everyone taking the steps that we need to take to make sure that we don't run into these issues down the road because they are a nightmare trust me i've been through it we are talking with terry Cutler, ethical hacker on the show today we're talking all about how to keep yourself safe from hackers because this is the world that we live in right now don't go anywhere we will be back with more this is the parenting show on global news radio
0: listening to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca and on the show today we're talking all about hackers. And we've got one joining us. But He's not a bad guy, he's a good guy. It's Terry Culler, he's an ethical hacker out of Montreal. He actually helped me when I was hacked um, and my Facebook page was taken from me. Um, It's happening more and more and more. And right now with the pandemic, it's just like, I guess, Terry, what is it? It's just like, people are a lot more vulnerable. They're working from home. They don't have the same security that they would have at work. Um, hackers probably just have more, more time on their hands. And they're like, these are easy targets. Let's just, let's just get them sitting ducks. Right.
0: Exactly it. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, if they compromise your Instagram account and and you have a lot of followers, you know, and they're asking 500 bucks, you can say, you know what, it's worth paying $500 to get my account back. But then you pay the the scammer $500, but there's no guarantee you're going to get your account back. Cause they might say, well, if Shay, she can pay 500, why can't she pay an additional thousand?
1: Yeah. Like, think about, and then have you had clients that actually paid a hacker?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did because it work like,
1: out for them?
0: It did. Yeah, it did. But I had to handhold them to make sure that the other guys were out of the system. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it That's depends. what happens a lot.
0: Like, for example, when you and I did the live, right? Uh, the following we did. Day, so, yeah.
1: You're talking about the live that we did on my Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: the following day, I got like 33 calls over the next three, four days. Like it, it, my phone just blew up with all these calls. Like, oh, yeah, Pina mentioned you. Uh, I was on her show. And um, the, the problem is that the, the tactics that I, that I offer to get your account back doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, they want to hire me, but I'm way too expensive for the consumer. And it's like, it doesn't matter, how I'll pay. But the problem is I can't guarantee the work. Like how can I how can I imagine paying a bill of almost a thousand dollars to get your stuff back and I can't get the account back because it's fully taken over how, how 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 do you feel about paying that bill so
1: but but hold on one of the things you do offer um, and I want I want to share this with everyone because there's a lot of great information there on one of your websites um, internetsafetyuniversity.com you offer uh, like, Video workshops. It's a free webinars. masterclass.
0: Yeah. So, so you know, what? one of the problems I had when I first started out with the uh, the ethical hacking career was I couldn't be in 50 places at once to always give presentations and talks mm-hmm. and whatever. So I took everything from my head and put it into a digital product called Internet Safety University. And um, I give away close to an hour's worth of my best content in this free masterclass. And it's everything you need to get started to lock down your, your digital life. And then obviously, if you want more, I can offer you the full version, which is an additional four or five hours of stuff in there, which is how to investigate if your your computer is being hacked or uh, how to check if your email is being spied on or things like that. It's all
1: like, guys, I urge you to jump on. It's internetsafetyuniversity.com. Sign up for the, the emails, sign up for the videos because it is a fantastic resource and a great place to get started on all of this stuff. Because honestly, I keep saying it and Terry keeps saying it, but prevention is key.
0: And it's all in layman's terms. It's all in layman's terms so that anybody can follow along. Like my parents were the guinea pigs of this product. If they couldn't understand it, no one's gonna understand it. So I had to make sure it was as simple as possible. Yeah.
1: And it was just like so many great tips and advice. So definitely go check that out. But Terry, I just want to move back to the kids one second. were talking about the kids. We were talking about passwords. um, We're talking about the kids with social media accounts. And during our break, Terry, you had mentioned to me that kids are known for doing one thing in particular when it comes to their accounts. And what is that? One
0: of the things they love to do is share their passwords with their friends. Oh boy! And then what happens is they, they you know they pull pranks on each other. They'll hack into their Roblox account and change their password. Now the kid can no longer get access to his account, and he cries to the parents. And but what happens a lot of times is that the parents have bought him Roblox, for example, or Robux, whatever they call it. So the money the parents have actually spent real money to get their their digital currency uh, up and running. So now the kid no longer has access to it. So yeah. there, are some, uh, there are some additional security stuff you can have in your Roblox account as well. Also two-step verification. So this way, if your accounts get hacked or whatever, they, they, they won't lose the account.
1: Okay, so parents, there are some, some things on your list for homework, Let's talk to your kids. Talk to your kids, sit down with them, go through any accounts that they may have, make sure that the two-way authentications uh, are turned on for um, their accounts. And speak to them about the importance of um, passwords and the fact that passwords are not to be shared because a lot of the times, too, these kids' accounts are hooked up to whose accounts? All of our information and our credit cards and a lot of other stuff. You know what I mean? Stuff that we don't want getting out.
0: There's other so, things, too. It's like, you know, a lot of parents, you know, the advice talk to your kids about this stuff. but. A lot of parents that I talk to don't have a clue about what these apps are. They they barely know how to use their phone. So one of the advice I would tell the kids is that, you know, in a a live presentation, I'm like, hey, kids, uh, how many of you guys are smarter than your parents when it comes to technology and their hands are blowing through the roof? Right. And I'm like, "Look, this is your opportunity to sit down with your parents and teach them this stuff so that they can help keep you safe in the like in the real world, you know?
1: Oh there's so much there is so much when it comes to this stuff but I will tell you that it is so important especially in this day and age everything that we do is connected to something online
0: just wait for you plug in your fridge online
1: oh i know <laughs> when we can do like online grocery shopping directly from our fridge right which is probably like 2 days away we are talking all things hacker related and how to be safe online when it comes to all of your accounts so you don't get hacked don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on the parenting show global news radio 640 toronto
0: to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It
1: is Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and joining me all the way from Montreal, Mr. <laughs> Terry Cutler, ethical hacker um, and friend of mine, especially after he helped me get back into my couch. Nice. Terry, love you, love you, love you, uh, love you. Just joking. Um, but Terry, we're talking all things um, hacker related and how to keep safe online because this is the world that we live in now. And more than ever in this past year, people are getting hacked left, right and center. They're also uh, another big thing that's happening is people are duplicating accounts. Mm-hmm. And I see it a lot on Instagram and that's another scam. Where people will duplicate an account and then reach out to um, your friends and ask them for like credit cards and yep. money. And people think that that is their friend. And they're like, okay, because the account name might be changed like ever so slightly. Yep. Um, but it uses the same profile picture and everything.
0: Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, let's, let's talk about Facebook specifically. They post their photos online, but they set it as public. Which means that anybody who's not even your friend can see your photos. Yeah. So you want to make sure you set your photos to friends only. Or if they're set to friends of friends. Yeah.
1: So if we are connected on Facebook, which we are, and I have it set to friends of friends, that means your friends will still be able to see my stuff.
0: That's right. Correct.
1: Yeah. Friends only guys. Friends only. Go turn it on.
0: That's when they start taking a copy of your photos and start creating a fake profile. And then, and then once you, then, then once they re-add you, you're thinking, oh, maybe their account got hacked, or they can't, they lock themselves out, so they re-add them, and then shortly after, they're gonna, they're gonna try and go into a small scam with them.
1: So be careful of that as well. Just make sure that all your security settings are locked down. Um, Terry, there were a few other things you were talking about
0: during the break. A lot of the frequently asked questions that I get. Like uh what do I what what's the best antivirus to use for my computer for example? Yeah,
1: what is it? Like I'm on a Mac.
0: Yeah. Like, so, like
1: do I need an antivirus because I'm I'm I should be okay on a Mac, right? Or is right, that Right,
0: you would think, you would think, but there's ways to bypass the security on a Mac. So the moment they can trick you into typing that master password of yours, you're done. So this can be a lot of phishing tactics. Um, but yes, absolutely Macs could get hacked. Not as much as Windows because it's it's more secure out of the box mm-hmm. but on Windows uh, you want to stay away from any free antivirus stuff. you need to go with okay. the, with the pro stuff like the malware bytes or Kaspersky or sophos these other these other ones but the problem is that antiviruses uh, are becoming less and less effective because there's ways that cybercriminals can can trick them and still get your their stuff on there. Um, things like uh, make sure you have a strong password, now, one of the questions I also get is, "Well, should I get a password manager?" And um, I'm on the fence about it because with password managers, they create you these really long, unbreakable passwords, right? That part's no problem. But the thing is, what happens if something ever happened at a password manager where you can no longer get into it? Like, you will never remember all those passwords that it created for you. It makes no sense. Yeah, so it's true. Yeah, so that's why I try to advocate to create a strong password. Um, you know, and then, and then the, the other question, I guess, well, should I use that password everywhere now? And obviously the right answer would be no, but because most technical people want convenience, it'll probably be safer to use that password everywhere, the stronger version of it, than it is to, you know, or, or so- at least bring down 20 passwords into three or four.
1: So using a phrase, like you'd mentioned earlier, using song lyrics, changing the the O's to zeros, the A's to the at symbol, um, throwing an uppercase mixed in with lowercase. Um, So those are all things that we should just keep in mind when we're trying to create a strong password for our accounts. That's right. Um, Terry, what other tips and advice, like, Can you give the parents listening at home right now? So then this way, like they get, you know, once we're done the show, they can just go and like get started on securing and locking things down. Like, do we need, I've, I've heard of like, um, you know, VPNs for home use. Yeah, Is that going to help secure things for us?
0: Yeah. So there's ways to, to somewhat hide your tracks online from cyber criminals. So this way, because there's ways that if they get access to your IP address, if they know it, there's ways for them to scan your computer to see if it's vulnerable. And then they would try to compromise you. But the VPN kind of like keeps them guessing. And, and obviously cyber criminals use VPN all the time. So this way, if they attack you and the they, their, their latest form of, of online extortion doing, that they do right now is called ransomware. It's where they, they install, they get a virus installed on your computer, which locks all of your data. So all of your... Um, your your family photos, your music, your documents, everything is completely locked out. You can no longer use it. And it'll hit you for like $500 or a thousand bucks. And once you pay them in the form of Bitcoin, which is an untraceable currency, uh, they, they, they're, they're untraceable, you can't pay them Okay,
1: back. Terry, I, I wanna hear your opinion on that actually. Like if you get hacked and they're asking for money, like, should you give it or not?
0: Like, it's hard. It's a really tough question because I deal with this all the time with companies, and you know, a company will get extorted for, let's say, seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, they're, you know, they're, they're a two hundred person employee uh, shop, but that seven hundred thousand dollars might be might be less expensive to pay to get their stuff back up on running online than it would be to start over from scratch because when they get hit with a ransomware, their their backups are encrypted. I mean, just look what happened with the, uh, that pipeline company that happened in, in the U.S., right? They got hit with a ransomware and now there's a fuel shortage happening right now. So they think that people don't think that whatever affects them in the virtual world won't affect them in the real world, but it does. And They're it all will. It's all blended now.
1: And it will and it will. Terry... Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you guys listening at home got some great tips, got some great advice so you can do what you can to keep yourself and your whole family safe online. Terry, if people want to find you, where can they find you?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of places. So you can find me on my blog at terrycutler.com. There's the internet safety course they can get access to, which is internetsafetyuniversity.com. And they can also visit our company uh, website at sciologylabs.com and you'll have access to all, you know, all, all the links will be there for everything.
1: All of his social media. So go guys, check them out, hit follow on social because Terry will always be sharing uh, new info, new tips, advice, everything that we need to just keep safe. So we are doing everything we can to prevent hacking from occurring um also don't forget to sign up for his um his newsletter and to watch the videos on the internet safety website guys they helped me a huge huge deal and i know that they will help you as well uh, but that is it for us thank you for joining us we'll be back next sunday same time same place this is the parenting show and i'm your host pina crispo of chicmama.ca